Reading the Kingdom, episode 140, New Year, same story. And it is the same story. The Raiders are out of the playoffs. The Chiefs are in. We're heading into week 18. Coach, how are we doing? We're doing good, man. We're doing good. Uh, you know, uh, interesting game against the Bengals, but uh, that makes eight straight division titles. That's tied for second most all time. And this is our ninth straight 10 win season, right? So that's another thing that we're second to, I would assume, probably the Patriots. Um, so, hey, like I said, wins a win. You got to feel good about it. Uh, you know, thank God for Harrison Butker. Um, and all his field goals and whatnot. We're going to get into that in a minute. But, uh, you know, I'll say this, you know, being division champs, it it, it it doesn't feel like past the past couple ones where we were just extremely dominant and kind of uh, got into this one with, uh, you know, uh, the Chargers not being really great. You know, we obviously split with you guys and with the Broncos too. Uh, but you can tell that the West – and the future is going to be more of a battle than we've been dealing with in the past. So, I mean, granted, right. the Chargers have been good in the past too, but I'm, I'm just saying in general, I, th- I feel like all these teams will get better in the off season and whatnot. So, we, we got to get to to get to nine, to get to ten, uh, it'll it'll be a challenge for sure. And you know, though, I, I recall you and I kind of freaking out when the Broncos signed Russell Wilson, and we expected right. they would be a lot better, and they never really did get better, even with him. And then Sean Payton, and, and now like his time in, in Denver is over. So you yeah. know, whenever we think a team's getting better, yeah, you know, and the, and the Russell Wilson thing. I'll say this: Russell Wilson's kind of like an annoying dude because he's just so positive. That's kind of sad that we right. think it's annoying because of I think that. they said an, annoyingly optimistic was annoyingly optimistic. Great, right. uh, uh, pretty good. And, uh, I, but he but he really didn't have a bad statistical season at all. I think he could go somewhere next year and be um and be and be good like I, I think I said on the last podcast. Who who knows where we, and we got, you know, we're both itching or uh, what itching at the bit, bitten at the itch. Chomping to, uh, at the bit. Ch- chomping at the bit. <laughs> chomping at the bit. <laughs> itching at the bit. <laughs> itching at the bit. Uh it's my new one. You can copyright that to coach. Yeah, uh but, but it, we got a lot of fun off season stuff to, to look forward to, but we got a concentrate on what just happened last week uh, to, to both of our teams. Right. And I mean, there's still a lot more to cover, especially with you guys, mainly, you know, we're, we're on the off season now. We, we still have a, a game coming up this week, final one of the season. I, I can't believe how quick the season has gone by. You know, we'll, it has. Um, it's really sad, but we'll, um, you know, there's still playoffs, still Super Bowl things to look forward to. And that's, what's nice about the NFL is it's really like a year round. It is carousel of hope. And then eventual despair. If you're a Raiders fan. By the way, if anyone likes the Sin City Slaughter t-shirt, the score at the bottom there, uh, that's from our boy at DC4L Custom Tees. He does the best work. It's amazing when you search for this tee, how many of those like uh, bot t-shirt companies stole his design. It's amazing. So make sure if you want the Sin City Slaughter t-shirt, it's on uh, DC4L Custom Tees. He'll hook you up with any design you want. So let's just do Raiders Colts quick because there's not – I. It's really my last or second last game breakdown. We'll see how next week goes. Uh, the Raiders beat the Colts last year, twenty-three to twenty. Lost to them this year, twenty-three to twenty. Um, Colts go to nine and seven. No, nine and six. Whatever. Uh, Raiders go to seven and nine. We are effectively eliminated from the playoffs. It doesn't matter what happens from here on out. The only thing that changes is draft position. I believe if we lose and a couple other teams lose that are ahead of us, the highest 
possible draft spot we could have is eight, which is one less than we had last year. Um, you know, Tyree Wilson at seven, which coach and I were there for. Um, so I will still always root for a win. We face the Broncos division rival. I'll go into that later. What's the, what's um, the difference? This, if, you, what's, if you guys win, what's 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 the pick you get? 11 is, is I believe it, it still depends on what teams, because if we have a few surprise teams win this week, it could fluctuate. So really anywhere between eight and 11 or eight and 12, but eight is the peak from what I've seen. Um, but trading up from eight is not um, impossible. And we'll go through the draft selections later on. I think there actually is a, is a, a real people say X, Y, and Z are out of reach for us. We'll get that. We'll get there when we cross it. Um, kind of with the Colts game, I could tell from the beginning we weren't moving the ball well. Defense, once again, was playing lights out. Um, they really haven't given up too many points to anyone in the last six weeks. So 23 from the Colts isn't great. Um, I could just tell from the beginning we were struggling. Uh, we were giving up some chunk plays on some of that play action. Uh, a lot of penalties. Jermaine Illuminor, uh, left tackle, really wasn't doing great. He gets replaced by Colton Miller, who's injured, and Colton immediately starts playing better. There, you know, a lot of, I'm not going to blame the whole thing on the refs, but uh, at least two big time PIs on Devontae Adams were not called. Just a week of weird roughing, you can ask, roughing, at a week of weird refing, you can ask the lines about that. Um, but so a lot of missed PIs. And then really at, at the end, we only scored three points in the first half. We needed them to come alive. And Devontae Adams had two touchdowns in the second half, too little, too late. He still ended the night with 13 receptions, 126 yards, two touchdowns. He did have 21 targets. So that's eight balls that either he dropped, were misthrown, or just good defense. So that's something to think about. It really wasn't evenly spread around. Um, Aiden O'Connell was 30 for 47 for 299 yards and two touchdowns. Not bad, not great. Um, the defense only sacked Gardner Minshew once. Minshew himself went 15 for 23, 224 yards and a touchdown. Jonathan Taylor, as predicted, was kind of the workhorse of the game. He had 21 carries for 96 yards and a touchdown. Um, we said they were going to kind of, they weren't going to air it out. I didn't expect more than about 25 passing attempts and they had 23, so we weren't far off on that. They didn't really look frazzled during the game. Obviously, it came down to that close. They had that missed field goal, and then they called Jack Jones offsides, kick it again, and, and then they hit it. Um, it was not offsides after replaying the tape, but sometimes that's just the nature of the beast. So Raiders go home empty-handed. We have a home game against the Broncos, which we'll go into in our predictions. Uh, it would have been nice for a win. I'm still riding on the Anto Antonio Pierce train. Coach, I don't think – you probably didn't watch the game. So the Chiefs game was on at the same time. Um, yeah, I didn't watch the game. So I don't know if you had any – I mean, I think – you went with my boys for the predictions. Yeah, I went with your I boys for predictions. You know, uh, I I think you know the, the thing about I think both teams. Well, actually, no, not necessarily both teams, but the Colts really just don't do anything very good. They're just very average in just about every aspect of right. um, the game. But you New know, Gardner Minshew's come in and uh, has led that team to a potential playoff spot. You know, Jonathan Taylor, they got some weapons there. Uh, you know, Raiders, you know, that's like we talked about, dude. It's a couple of these, the, the refing and what's been going on in the NFL this year, uh, I think is a wake up call to the fact that, like the NBA, like the MLB, I'm not sure with hockey, but these guys are like year round paid employees, right? The NFL makes enough money where you can pay these refs a 
easily a six-figure salary where it's going to be very conducive to having a, a decent lifestyle because they are important and uh they would that would be what they would concentrate on you know in the off season they're studying on what they need to do to continually improve because these refs you know these this is like a second job for them this isn't their this isn't their main thing so they're not as focused and i think with a lot of the, just a lot of the plays that have happened this year you know especially with the cowboys lions game which had the same was the same uh crew that was for the packers and the chiefs uh where there were some calls that were not made that probably should have been so we can't go back on that, but I think if we had refs that were permanent full-time employees in the NFL, which we know the NFL makes more money than anything, that that would be a good idea. Uh, so it's unfortunate, you know, for you guys, for those, you know, offsides, uh, the clear um, pass interference calls, they're not getting called, that those have, you know, uh, somewhat of a significant outcome on the game. And, could, you know, if you guys win that, you guys are still in the playoff race, and so this next week is – even that much more important, you know, the Chiefs are, uh, you know, we're, we're starting Patrick Mahomes, right? We're not starting to play Gabbard. So it makes it makes a big difference. There's no guarantee that you guys would have won. But, uh, again, I, I but if we're going back, this is a long way to uh, me being off topic like a squirrel. But um, I think Antonio Pierce is your guy. I think the guys yeah. in the locker room are behind him. And Devontae Adams just said today that that's, that's who he wants. And that's, you know, he, I guess he's speaking for the locker room. Speaking for the locker room, so I, I hope Davis listens because I know they didn't really listen with Rich, Rich Bisaccia. Uh, you know, nope. Harbaugh is going to be out there. There's going to be some good names, but sometimes, you know, the, the fit is the guy who's there and you get yourself a good offensive coordinator, keep Patrick Graham, get yourself a quarterback. Got to things, things, things. That's almost more important than AP, I think. Yeah, uh, and, and, and keeping him in – Keeping him in Las Vegas because I think he will get some potential uh, coaching jobs. But again, we also know now the NFL is so uh, offensive based that this, these D coordinators getting head coaching jobs, I think, will be far and few between. Uh, so. Yeah, it's going to be a rarity. Um, so, so Spagnuolo ain't going No, and uh, actually, a good way to, to segment out. You say that Pat Mahomes is starting. Is not starting. Right. Is okay. I was like, wait a minute. I'm starting. pretty sure. So I just uh, well, what, right what, yeah. What I was saying is that if you guys win that game, he's starting this week. I would think because they have. Oh yeah. Would be officially locked up. Would be know. open. Yeah. And uh, now it's good. And and the uh, the starting QBs in Week 18 are interesting to, to say the least. We're gonna have to monitor some of these when we do our Week 18 predictions. Yeah. Blaine Gabbert, Tyra Taylor, Tyler Huntley. Yeah. There's there's gonna be Jeff Driscoll, Nick Mullins. Mullins. Jared yeah, Stidham. Jason Stick, yeah, Jared Stidham. So it's, yeah, it's quite a quite a. If you, got, if you got tickets to Week 18, promo code RTK off SeatGeek, you're you're gonna see some. Uh, you're gonna see some. It'll go from forty dollars to twenty dollars. Yeah. Yes, you, know, you actually get the minute. ticket for free with your promo code. Just pay the taxes. Yeah, there you go. So let's get into the Chiefs game. You guys locked up a win against the Bengals. We both picked you guys to win. Yep. Um, yeah. So yes. So, you it. know, we coming out 25-17, you know, in the beginning, I, I liked how the offense was moving. Great play. Isaiah Pacheco was, you know, running like he was he was mad at somebody like he does all, this, all the time. <laughs> Those um, knees come up pretty high. Yeah, he, he's a beast, man. He really is. He's, he's, he's uh, you know, offensively, we've been so stagnant that you could tell how much of a difference he makes on this offense when he's playing because this last couple of weeks he's been out. 
and obviously we've lost and we've looked like absolute dog shit. Uh, and he's came in and, 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 you know, provided a little bit of a spark and got us a lone touchdown of the game. You know, it was, it was a Harrison Butker fest. He was kicking, kicking field goals for Jesus the entire time. So we appreciate that. And we got a 25, 17 win. The, the defense stepped up big, six sacks, 14 QB hits. Uh, Jerry's Sneed shut down Jamar Chase, tried to fight. He was talking crap, saying that Sneed didn't want to fight him, blah, blah, blah. I don't think Sneed wanted to get kicked out of the game or potentially be suspended for the next game or playoff, whatever. Uh, right. Just you know, play. Jamar Chase can be a little bit of a punk. Uh, but, you know, he locked him down. Chase had three receptions, 41 yards. Sneed has been incredible this year. Incredible. I won't go into the offseason stuff yet, but he is a free agent, so he's an important piece of the Chiefs' future. And, uh, you know, George Karloftis, rookie, uh, sack and a half of himself. He's over 10 sacks for the season. Justin Reed had a couple sacks. We got the Browning, um, and uh, we got the win, man. We got the win. You know, Cincinnati's our biggest – I think our biggest rival outside of the AFC West, and obviously the Raiders uh, right now. He's played them five times in the last two years. We've obviously got the uh, majority of the wins there, but we're, I get it, it's three to two now. It's three to two, so you know we're 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 leading the series. But Cincinnati played good despite not having Joe Burr. Joe Burr, and they they made it they made it interesting at the end. But the defense came through once again. The pressure getting to the quarterback and. Helped us seal up a, a another division title, which is appreciated. Like I said, it, it this year doesn't necessarily feel like past years, but an AFC West championship is an AFC West championship. Division championship, you can't, uh, you can't, you know, it, it, in the in the scheme of things, when people look back in history, they're not going to necessarily think, oh, well, the Chiefs didn't really deserve it. We we did what we had to do to to win, and we got we got the win, we got the championship, and we're you know the three seed. In the playoffs, so if we want to go back to the Super Bowl again, we need to uh, we need to win some road games and first off, win our first home game. And we don't know who that is going to be yet, but we we got to be ready. We got to be ready. And I mean, I could see it almost AFC West taking the the division more of a um, it's more of a formality at this point for you guys in the last however many what did we say eight years? Eight years, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna excite you guys as much, anyways, as maybe it did that first time after a bit of a drought. So, like, if the Raiders or the Chargers won the AFC West, it would be a big deal because that hasn't happened so often. But it probably does feel a little more weird too because the it wasn't a dominant divisional. You know, it wasn't a dominant uh, taking the conference. Yeah, it was. You know, it was the first it was, time that Patrick close. Mahomes had multiple losses against an AFC. You know, AFC West teams in the same year. So right. that was that you guys was only only sweep the, the Chargers. Is that it? Well, we haven't put we beat the Chargers once. We the Chargers are the only team. Oh, and then you guys, and then you guys, yeah. and then you guys played them this Sunday. Yep. All right, and let's do before I forget, Coach. We'll do your play of the day because it was actually something noteworthy to go over again. Kept them alive with a fourth and eighteen. Here's a second and sixteen, and it only gets worse. They got to get up quickly or use their timeout now. I would take the timeout. Chris Jones so, yeah. untouched up the middle. Untouched up the middle. <laughs> I don't know who's blocking assignment that was. It. Yeah. He, yeah. No. He he got through the middle of the uh, that O line and got to the quarterback and and had a crucial sack 
you know, that could be potentially Chris Jones's last regular season sack here at Arrowhead. So I know he's probably feeling that. Uh, who knows? Hopefully he gets a couple in the uh, playoff game. But, you know, kind of a good send off if he is gone. He's He's been invaluable the last couple games. He's he's an absolute game changer. We, uh, Stone Cold Chris Jones is, is absolutely loved in Kansas City. You know, money's money, so we don't know if he can necessarily come back because the man wants to get paid. But he has been so integral to our team the last couple of years, and I'm thankful to be able to fly, fly, Chris Jones. Go to the NFC. Just get out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, get out of here. Um, you know, I'm not going to play my my clip of the day because I, I don't think we earned it. But for all those out there, you can see it on our Facebook and our Twitter. It was uh, the clip of Max Crosby calling. Gardner Minshew, a little ass boy, over and over and over again, which I think is hilarious. Not really a play because we only had one sack that game. Um, but uh, pretty, check it out. The clip is hilarious. Um, but that's where we're at. So Chiefs are heading into the playoffs. We're, I mean, after uh, week 18, we'll get your matchup. We'll get into that. I think we'll be able to get a guest to come on here and um, chat that up with us. And I'll just have to bite my tongue about offseason stuff. I waited about an hour after the game ended to pitching Keenan Daniels to the match the masses, you know. We've had we've had JT the legend, JT the brick on a couple of times. We've had plenty of Raider people on. Don't have any Chiefs people on. So it's my turn. Right. That's that's fair. It, you're you're due, and this is one of our favorites. So. Not all about you, okay? Not all I about know. you. Hey, I I'm you know, besides the why, why don't why don't you why don't you tell everybody what you're getting from me? What are you talking about? Oh, what I'm getting for me? Mm-hmm. For our competition? Yeah. What are you oh, so I, obviously Coach has conceded to my victory in our Pick'em Heads Up contest. I have a number 18 Jack Jones jersey, I hope, unless you change the order at the last minute. On the way to me, Jack Jones severely impressed me end of the season. Um, hopefully they keep him because the jersey's coming regardless. But he's on a rookie deal. He's on a second second season. So um, Jack Jones, number 18, will be joining my legendary Hall of Raiders jerseys two-thirds of which are no longer Raiders. Um, it's, a, it's a lengthy list. i got to make a video of that someday. It's pretty depressing to look at. But uh, actually, while we're on the subject of pick'ems, we we tied last week, nine okay. for nine. So I lead the series 164 to 141. Um, you and I are both still doing very well. Even if take away it being against each other, it's still pretty solid. Um, yeah, it's not bad. Both, yeah, I mean, we tied last year, right? We had a dead ass tie last year. Yeah. A dead tie. That was insane. And yeah. okay, well, week eighteen is weird. And I saw someone say, like, "What's the point of even having this week?" Because they're, you know, ha- literally half the starters are either sitting or out. Um, but it, the comment doesn't make sense because if we didn't have week eighteen, we go back to the seventeen. What was week seventeen last or two years ago? All the starters sat. Same thing. So nothing is going to change in that regard. It's just a strategy, it's smart play. It's what has to happen. Is Lamar Jackson playing? No. Okay. Tyler Huntley's playing. He started. Oh, I still like that, though. I still like that. All right. Let's yeah. kick it off. Week 18, our final regular season predictions. Great. I cannot believe we're in week 18. It's it seems so like depressing. Just... I know I Week one, you, we were going in with so much. Uh, we're playing the Lions, you know, biting kneecaps. Like, I don't know if we're going to win this game. We didn't, obviously. Now we are here, week 18. Happy New Year, by the way. (laughs) Um, And uh, new year and new. uh, new, new, It's it's the year of raiding the kingdom, buddy. That's what it is. It is. 
and we've made some big time strides this year. So let's let's yep, rock. Let's keep it moving. Um, Saturday, 4.30, we have no Thursday night game, and we have no Monday night game. This sucks. Saturday, 4.30, Steelers at Ravens. I'm going Tyler Huntley and the boys in purple. They're still going to win. Coach? I'm going to go Steelers. Steelers really want to win this. Uh, wow. You know, Mason Rudolph is trying to somehow convince people that he can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. It's a lie, but I'm going to take Steelers. All right, let's kick it off that way. Uh, 8.15, Texans at Colts fighting to get into the playoffs. Who are you taking? Uh, I'm going to take a little CJ Stroud magic. Uh, you know, uh, Ryan's has done an absolute fantastic job with that team. He's my coach of the year, but I don't think he ends up getting that. I think it's because there's a lot of very great coaches this year. Uh, but I think his job is the job he's done has been incredible. So I'm going to take uh, the Texans. Uh, I'm going to take Texans as well. No, dif- no differentiation there. Um, CJ Stroud what could have been um but yeah he's, he's doing fantastic um you were there to witness that downfall for me um sunday one o'clock bucks at panthers panthers top to bottom everything's wrong owner down to the rookie qb um i'm gonna go bucks baker mayfield in the squad oh yeah 100 bucks man the the to be a can to be a carolina panthers fan right now um is gotta be tough. It's it's gotta be tough. Yeah. Yeah. This dude's worth uh, like twenty billion dollars. He's I think he's the richest owner in the NFL. They said that um the three hundred thousand dollar fine equivalent was the equivalent to finding just like, kind of like your average American like one dollar and six cents or something like that. Like that's how yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a joke. Yeah. But it's, it's they're like think about how many drinks he could have bought with that. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't care. Um, guy's just in over his head. All right, so we're both taking the Bucks. Uh, Browns and Bengals. Uh, I think, I mean, the Browns are pretty much locked in. I don't know who they're going to start. Uh, Is that Jeff Driscoll? I think Jeff Driscoll starting. Um, yeah, I know Flacco. I'm just going to, I'm just going to take the Browns, man. I mean, th- th- there are so many games this this week that are just uh, complete toss ups. You know, right. this obviously goes on our record, but it's like. Yeah. That we already, already we, we can't. I'm not going to go into every roster and figure out who's sitting and who isn't. Yeah, uh, no. QB's I'm, I'm right, I'll take the Browns. All right. Um, I'm going to take Browns as well. Vikings at Lions. I'm just going to go Lions. Yeah, Lions. Regardless, um, even though the Lions or the Vikings had nothing to do with it, it's NFC North, and the Lions got absolutely screwed last week. So the, um, the, Dan the, Campbell is. <laughs> Yeah, not the guy I want to have mad. Um, the interesting yeah. thing is that there's a very good chance that the Rams end up coming to Detroit. Very full circle moment. Matthew Stafford versus old team. Jared Goff. That would be electric. That'll be electric in Detroit at, the, at Ford yeah. Field. Yeah. And is it not going to be at Ford Field now? Because they lost no, it, to the Cowboys? Yeah, Ford Field because they, they won the division. But, yeah, I mean, it, it – because I, they said why, I heard someone they, saying that the the refs have cost the city of of Detroit like millions of dollars because they're not going to get the well because they're not going to have multiple playoff games right they they, they could have right. had the number Lions could have potentially had the number one seed oh my gosh what a crime um, it, I mean, well, at least Detroit's going to get all the money from the draft we will be there we'll be there um, we'll be supporting them we will uh, Jets at so we're both taking the Lions correct yes all right both Jets you. at Patriots. I'm gonna go Patriots. They're gonna yeah. fight to have Bill go out in a 
yeah. you know, glorious, glorious victory over the Jets. Um, yeah. Robert Saul and them already know they still have their job, so they're good Patriots. And everyone doesn't like Aaron Rodgers this week, I guess. Well, the thing, too, about the Patriots, though, is like that draft position. So I'm not a thousand percent. Yeah. So let's I'll take the Patriots, but wouldn't be shocked if the Jets win it. Both both teams really need to lose so they can improve right. their draft position. But I'll take the Patriots yeah. for shits and games. Solid. Um, Falcons at Saints for you. Falcons at Saints. Uh, hopefully, it's the last game for Arthur Smith. Um, they find themselves a quarterback. Maybe a Russell Wilson would be good there in, um, in the ATL. But I will take the Saints. I'm taking the Saints as well. Um, yeah, I just don't know what to say about that. But I also think Arthur Smith should get the back door. Um, he, you can still win games, but the amount of misuse of skill position players is mind-boggling to me. And then the whole injury thing with B. John Robinson really annoyed me. Um, yeah, that's it's... coming from a fantasy fan. Uh, yeah. Um, our last one o'clock game. We have a ton of four o'clock games. Jags at Titans. I'm going to go with Mike Vrabel trying to play spoiler here um, and ruin the Jags season where they lost. So I'm going to take the Titans. I'm going to, I'm going to agree. I'm going to, I'm going to take the Titans as well. Uh, I don't, I, is Trevor Lawrence playing? Do we know? I think he's on the fence. He's on the fence. He's on the fence. And this could be Derrick Henry's last game as a Titan. So I want to yeah. see fireworks. The King, King Henry could go out on a, on a winning note. I know he's, uh, he, he can kind of see the writing on the wall, uh, but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go Titans. Done deal. Um, the first 425 game Seahawks at Cardinals. Seahawks at Cardinals. Um, I'll go Seahawks. I'm going to go Cardinals. Took it to the Eagles. Why not take it to the Seahawks? Coach takes Seahawks. Um, next, Chiefs at Chargers. Blaine Gabbert starting. Blaine Gabbert starting. Oof. You know, uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs in this game. I hope we can sweep at least one AFC West team. Uh, Chargers have been playing a little bit better. I think, you know, I hope that they can use this game to get some of these wide receivers. Uh, maybe Kadarius Tony will play. Maybe Justin Ross will play and get these guys on some sort of a rhythm. Uh, I don't know if they're going to – I wouldn't play Pacheco. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't change your, your position at all. We already got 10 wins. I know they want to get uh, – Travis Kelsey needs like 26 yards to get a thousand yards to be his like ninth straight season of a mm-hmm. uh, thousand yards or more. So uh, I'll take the Chiefs in a close one. It might be another Butker Bowl. I'm going to go Chiefs as well. Uh, I was kind of hoping that Chad Henney would like just come out of nowhere and, and play the final game. Obviously, not going to happen. Oh um, my God, I'll, it's I'll... Chad Henney's me. Yeah. It'd be great. Uh, I'm going to go Chiefs as well. I just think the Chargers just want this nightmare train to come to a final stop. Uh, Broncos at Raiders is next. I'm going to make this quick. Raiders got to take this. We have a 7-0 win streak against the Broncos. I hope there will just be a scenario where we win this game. We at least go into the offseason with a good feeling for Antonio Pierce to, to keep his position, for Devontae to want to stick around, for Patrick Graham to get to stay, all the above, and then um, we still get a decent draft position. But I, I cannot pick – 
them to lose a game I think we deserve to win. And I don't want Jared Stidham to get a win over on us after he got he just betrayed us and went over to Denver. I'll thank the Raiders too. And I'll say this. When it comes to draft position, there's a you know being a being a, the the draft guy of this podcast, between eight and eleven is is a is a major difference, right? Because right. it's just the type of player you can get can obviously change. Two, two different are, tiers. Yeah. Guys are going to drop. Things are going to happen. Um, my guess, the way the draft might play out, you'd have to trade up from eight anyways. So you might have to trade up. You will have to trade up from 11, depending on what quarterback you go with. All stuff we'll talk about here in the next in the coming weeks. But most likely you're going to have to trade up regardless, depending on who you guys identify as your person. And right. I think if you identify somebody who's at the top of the draft, you guys are going to go all in. So it doesn't matter if you have the 11th pick because your next first next year's first round picks and go to them too. So there's a lot of chaos that can happen. We'll talk about this later on, but I think you got to go out on a winning note and uh, it'll, it'll all work out the way it's supposed to. Perfect. Yep. And uh, we'll bring it up later, but I had a conversation, very brief conversation with, uh, ESPN draft analyst uh, Field Yates, and he gave me some insight that I think is going to be pretty accurate and pretty telling for the future. So that'll be in, in our one of our next episodes, highlight of one of my Fridays, running to that guy in, in my hometown. Um, so we're both taking the Raiders. Eagles at Giants, I'm going to go Eagles. They need to tune them up. They need to get this right. The defense is so bad, and it makes zero sense. What do you it, think, Coach? I think they just they got old very quickly. Uh, you know, you got yeah. some, you got some, you got, but you got a lot of young guys. But some of those young guys just are not as experienced as as, uh, as you'd like. Um, but this Howie is going to go to Georgia and ask for his money back. Yeah, no shit. Uh, I will take the the Eagles, but it wouldn't shock me if the uh, Tyra Taylor led Giants. And then end the season on the high note. What what's better than beating the Eagles and completely just seeing the downward spiral continue? Because Philly, Philly's gonna, yeah, they're gonna stone Nick Sirianni's house. Um, one of my sons is signaling to me that he needs my attention, so we're gonna rapid fire these last couple. Uh, we're both going Eagles. Coach Rams at Niners. Rams. I'm taking Niners. Coach. Cowboys at Commanders. I'm going Cowboys. 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 Final AFC East battle. Sunday night, 820. Bills at Dolphins. Bills. I'm going Bills as well. That is our show. And we're not going to do a long Jackson Mahomes Award of Excellence, but both of us are going to give it to David Tepper for throwing his drink on a Jaguars fan. That's his second Jackson Mahomes Award of Excellence. I think our first double winner, right? He's our first double winner. We'll send him a... Wow. We'll send him a gift card to DC for yeah. customs. I there you go. Says I like to throw cool. drinks at people, even though. Ooh, I bet he could come with a spicy design. That would be good. Yeah. Shout out to our boy. All and right, again, one real quick underdog fantasy $100. Deposit $100. You'll get $100 back. Just put the promo code RTK. Get another, at least here in Missouri, you can do another week of draft fantasy football. For most of you other people that live in states that are actually smart and have sports betting, go all in on your on your pickums, okay? But again, appreciate you guys sticking with us. Happy New Year. This is the last day. You can say Happy New Year to someone recording Larry David. So I'm saying it now. Happy New Year. Happy New go Year. Cheers. Go Raiders. Just win, baby.